Hey y'all, this podcast contains potentially disturbing content. That content might include graphic references to topics such as sexual abuse, self-harm, violence, eating disorders, sexuality, as well as explicit language. Parental discretion is advised. Starting now, bitch. Good morning and tax the churches, but also work it. Work it, girl, because you're listening to the Queer LBC podcast, the only podcast recorded live here in this beautiful Tongva land, the international city, Long Beach, California. I'm Nino, local construction daddy and podcast fatty. My pronouns are he, him. Thank you for asking. I have with me here my fabulous cohorts. Dr. David here, your professional cheese muscle. Tell me all your secrets. My pronouns are he, him. And last but not least, Jose here, local artivist and plant daddy. My pronouns are he, him, el. So what do you have for us today, Nino? Oh, you know, just some quirk tea and queer events, 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 queer, queer, queer. Take a sip. Take a sip, bitch. Guy's not here today, everyone. Just letting you know that. Take a sip, you big stupid bitch. All right, so this is the quick tea and the queer events. This is where we discuss the L, G, B, and the T of it all. Sometimes we get a little Q2, if you know what I mean. No, no, I don't. Just kidding, I got you, girl. So what are these queens talking about this week? Today in transphobia, fascist Bill Lee of Tennessee signs bill banning trans athletes from playing college sports. Ooh. Today in homophobia, Christian indoctrination goes one step further in your schools with school assignment to a letter to a homosexual and help them find God. Lol. Save the gay. Today in Yas, we got a museum, a gay ass museum, and I want to go so bad. Ooh. Yes. Today in trans, transgender medication law in Alabama blocked by judge. Good. Also in trans, Danica Roem runs for Senate. Womb transplants could help trans women carry babies. Wow, that's wow, cool. science. I know, Get right? It. Is this the future? I love it. Today in Allies, new gate infrastructure, the Rainbow Wall, under construction. Ooh. Today in Allies, Camilla Cabello wants you to know she's queer aligned. Today in Representation, did you see the Doctor Strange movie? No. Not yet, no. Not yet. There's a lot of gayness there. Ooh. Ooh. Do you guys know about any of these things? Um, I know about the bill that got blocked. Yeah, let's start a trans win. Yeah, please talk about that. That is nice. What are we winning? Alabama proposed a bill to deny access to life-saving medication and surgeries. Mm -hmm. Um, So someone sued the state. The judges said that the law is unconstitutional and they cannot block access to life-saving medication. I'm so confused by like, they make things illegal, they make things legal. You go into court and you can fight for it. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Yeah. Why do we have to do all this shit? Yeah. But I think it, this was an opportunity for parents of queer children to be protected by the courts for, for once, where they said, you know, you can't tell a parent what they think is best for their child. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that families have that right to, to privacy and that right to do what's best for their kids. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We're so, that's really great. But we you know, obviously... We still got ways to go, but that's amazing. Of that's course. Like some good news and a lot of bad news lately. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good, you know, because it this they're going to what's going to happen. It's, it's going to go up to a higher court. You know, if the state wants to push it. So this is something that's eventually going to potentially reach like the Supreme Court, which mm. is a pretty big deal. 
Yeah, and hopefully that gives parents the right to for the benefit of their yeah. of their children. What I'm really excited for is how optimistic the doctors are for a womb transplant in trans women. Oh, I know that's crazy. Can that's really cool. That's beautiful, and I think that would be really cool too for if they do womb transplants. Maybe they could do that with women who may need one. Imagine not just oh, trans yeah. women. You right, know, it's mm-hmm. gonna help that's everybody. True. It's gonna benefit everybody. Mm-hmm. But that's cool. Trans women, that'd be awesome. If you could carry a baby, would you? I would. I for sure would. No, thank you. I'm good. I'm good, too. Mm-mm. That's not appeal to me at all. Right? Oh, I can have a little being inside of me. Shut up. No. <laughs> <laughs> get out, demon. Get out. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, that's gross. Like the alien. Yeah. Like some like slithering. Yes. Foetus. Have you so seen cool. a baby move? Like... Not While really. Women are pregnant. It like it looks like alien. You see like a hand or a Ugh. head, and yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, I would love to. Um, I would love to carry. That would be awesome. I got I got definitely um, inspired by like seahorses and like <laughs> like how they're like fathers and I don't know. I just was like I would carry my babies. I could totally see you pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd be like showing off your baby bump all the time. I would. You'd be like all Rihanna about it. I would wear like <laughs> big old heels. And a tiny I like those rainbow hills. Bikini. I like this rainbow wall. I like that idea. 19 oh, yeah. states. 19 states. And Florida apparently is one of them. What which the doesn't fuck? make any fucking sense to me. How? <laughs> They're supposed to be like an, like a, what do you call that? A sanctuary state, even though they're like leading the way. But like, don't say gay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes no sense. I don't understand how that works. But I mean, great. What what is the gay wall? I know California is obviously included. Basically, Mr. Weiner has created language, made legis trying to make legislation. So it's a bill and it's advancing in California and New York and Minnesota and being introduced in like other states as well. And so they're saying that they're gonna be what? Transgender refugees and Yeah. Safe safe places? Yeah. yeah. That's what's gonna that's gonna happen. And the other states with their anti-trans shit can't come and get them. Yeah, like no warrants or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's great. great. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we are a part of that. Yeah, that's cool. The rainbow wall. So I see it's Colorado, it's Connecticut. What the hell, Florida? Right? Georgia, Kansas, Kentucky, Illinois, Maine, Michigan, New Mexico, New Hampshire, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, Washington, and West Virginia. Wow. I know. Pretty strange. I'm They're surprised by West Virginia, too. Right? Yeah. In their next legislative sessions, yeah. But these are going to be introduced. Sorry, that's a, so. These are going to be introduced legislation in the following. So just be, just because it's oh, getting introduced yeah. doesn't mean it's going to get passed. It's going to get passed. I mean, we hope it does. I'm sending good vibes out there that it does get passed. But yeah, they're being introduced. Let's cross our fingers. Let's see who's part of this rainbow wall. I like that imagery in my head. A wall of rainbows. That's cute. Oh my god, I want to go to the gay museum. There's going to be a gay museum, Tell me about everyone. the gay museum. I've never heard of this. There's going to be a gay museum, and I want to say, where is it? I'll just read the article. It's in New York. <laughs> yeah, it's in New York. So, yeah. So, it it was like a temporary like installation somewhere, and now they're actually going to build uh, uh, permanent housing for the museum. That's amazing. That's so awesome. Yeah. Especially because the truth is, yeah, we actually don't get our gay history represented in your fucking history book, bitch. It's true. And so where do you got to go? You got to go to a gay museum. And I'm glad that there is one. Like, what the hell? Like, you guys should be learning about this kind of shit in your stupid little books. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like 
along with obviously with black people queer people have also mm-hmm. helped created so much and have given so much mm-hmm. um to this country and its and its culture so it's like yeah i would I go. definitely want to see i want to go i want to see black queer history i want to see trans queer history they better black trans that should be what it should be about Elevate. The American LGBTQ Plus Museum is a new institution, the first of its kind in New York, dedicated to preserving, investigating, and celebrating LGBTQ Plus history and culture. An extension of the queer liberation movement, its aim is to engage in rigorous research, celebrate the diversity and richness of LGBTQ Plus history and culture, and offer educational and community programs to the public as well as preserving oral histories of our many living community elders, the museum aims to uplift the voices of those who have been historically marginalized within our community and embrace the new and emergent identities of our youngest and newest members. LGBTQ history is especially urgent because our communities have emerged from denial, repression, and invisibility into acceptance, pride, and full societal participation. <sighs> this museum helps forge the future by documenting our past. Yes, I love that it, that it's gonna. I, I'm already, I'm looking at the website and I can see Marsha P. Johnson. I can see Sylvia, Sylvia Rivera. Rivera. I can see Stormy. So I'm like, okay. If the American LGBTQ plus museum wants to have the queer LBC podcast, book us up in a hotel room, fly us over, give us a first class treatment to visit yes. your beautiful museum. <laughs> we will. And then we'll come back and report on it. Yes. We can even record live from New York city. Thank you. But yeah, I'm down to go to that. That looks pretty cool. I want to go. We should totally take a road trip. Oh, the Christian write a letter to a gay. Oh my God. Uh, the Christian write a letter. So ridiculous. <sighs> that's so that first of all, like that's like low key bullying. First of all, it's like, how are you going to write a letter to someone that I don't know if it's I don't know if the assignment really said you're going to send it to someone. It's like write a letter and convince the teacher that this is what you would say to a gay kid. Either way, it's like, why do they just I mean, yeah, yeah. If you're a Christian, there's just (laughs) it's like y'all don't understand that you're specifically um, targeting gay people like you don't like you have so many sins in your stupid little book. And yeah. you don't realize that the only people that you're targeting is gay people. Gays and you trans. really don't notice that's the only people you're targeting. Dude, stop putting pork in your mouth. That's an abomination. But no, everybody's cool with eating pork. Yeah, when you fucked your neighbor's wife, uh, <laughs> I don't think that none of y'all were mad. And nobody fucking came to you and knocked on your door and told you you were going to hell for that, did they? But you're going to hell for that. And you're also going to have hell for fucking your wife before you married her. I hope you know that. You're burning with us, bitch. That's why I don't subscribe to that. But yeah, that's funny. Uh, not funny, haha, but funny. <laughs> but it is really sad, though. It's Can you imagine you're like a gay kid in the school because your parents force you? In the fucking class. Imagine yeah. you're in the class and, and you like and, know that you're gay. And you have to write a letter. Talking about how you're, it's not cool to be who you are. Right. And, and you're indoctrinating these kids to be homophobes now. Exactly. And they're going to go out in the world and be homophobes and cause harm. Yeah. You know, and y'all are privileged because this is private, but you don't, you're not going to live in private. You know, don't spread your bullshit. Yeah. Keep so go ridiculous. build a colony somewhere else. Yeah. Stay private. <laughs> go by. So the aim of this letter should be, should be to lovingly and compassionately speak truth. 
to the person you're talking to in a way that does not approve of any sin. Instead, try to persuade them of the goodness of God's design for them. <laughs> That's so sad. In eight sentences. Good luck, bitch. In eight <laughs> sentences? In eight sentences? <laughs> Damn, this is some Oh, dumb. at least eight sentences. Oh, okay. oh, at least, yeah. Well, yeah, they're pretty dumb. They probably can't like, even do it. Homosexuality will not bring them satisfaction. I beg to differ. I definitely, I beg, definitely to differ. beg to differ. Yeah. I'm so upset that I didn't try it sooner, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> that you love them even though you don't approve of their lifestyle. Same queen, oh same. Oh my god. Same Trigger. queen. That's ridiculous. Like That's like, treat me like shit and don't believe in me, but still love me. That's very like abusive yeah it is abusive I'm, I'm the same way though like i love some people but keep that christian shit to yourself i don't approve of your lifestyle but i support you but i don't approve of it but i still love you but don't don't bring i don't want stop trying to shove christianity down my throat i don't want to see it keep that in between you and your whoever in your in your private space please thank you wow and the reason why is because statistics speak for themselves on suicide among LGBTQ people. And these are seventh graders that are being subjected to hate and division. And that's not necessary. Just change your sexuality. I mean, <laughs> up the last part. <laughs> <laughs> Just change your sexuality. This is in Kentucky. <laughs> wow. That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Que tragica. Any other news? What else is going on? Camilla Cabello. LOL. So on my Instagram was like, she's racist. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> Is she though? Well, apparently when she was 14, her Tumblr had a lot of anti-black jokes that also fairly threw around the N-word. Oh, yeah. That's racist for yeah. sure. Yeah. And Normani spoke on it and said that she did not vibe. <laughs> mm. I don't think Camilla passes the vibe check, as they say. Did she apologize? I think she did. But she's, now she's a queer ally. She's Cuban. So is she Republican? Is Cuban still white? No, Cubans are... Some Cubans are indigenous and some Cubans are African, of African, from the African diaspora. And some Cubans are Spanish and Europeans. I feel like but, every but, Cuban I ever met was a white person. But a lot of... Um, well, the Cubans that are here are usually tend to be... I mean, this is... I mean, there's all Cubans of all colors and walks of life. But the majority of the very loud, outspoken ones tend to be lighter skinned because they were the rich ones who like didn't profit from the revolution so they mm -hmm. come here mm -hmm. and so if you're of money you're more likely a light-skinned person due to colorism and also slavery that was happening you heard it here first camilla cabello is a war profiteer and we don't fuck with that <laughs> <laughs> Also a racist. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, maybe she is. Who knows? But she's aligning herself herself with the gays. Do you do you welcome her? I just I don't know who she is. I, I don't know her. Yeah. Was it Mariah Carey said? I am um, quote Mariah Carey. I don't know her. I don't know her. I can't. You don't know her either. I don't. I mean, I know her name and that she's a singer, but that's it. I never heard her music. She does the one Havana Unana. Oh, that's okay. Her. I like that song. Yeah, so now what do you think of her? <laughs> I mean, yeah, get it, girl. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently, gays, Camille Cabello is a non-topic. <laughs> so that tells you all you need to know. Okay, what about <laughs> uh, Danica Roem? Oh, Virginia Delegate. Look at me. I'm learning something. Danica Roem has made history. She's an openly transgender candidate in her initial bid for state office. Has announced Monday that she is jumping into a 2023 race for an open... Oh, it looks like an open Northern Virginia State Senate seat. All right. 
Go, girl. Get it. Where does she stand on... Um, yeah, I don't know what she stands on. She could be a Caitlyn Jenner. She stand on like um, police. Police. Where does she stand on like ways that really do help the trans community, which is defunding police and resources and proper health care. She wants to fix roads and feed kids. Fix those roads, girl. Get it, Danica. Tell us about Doctor Strange. So I saw Doctor Strange, and I don't like those Marvel movies. I figured we could talk about it since Guy isn't here, and you know he don't like those little little kid things he like them big kids he don't like no (laughs) widow kid things he wants the big kid things weird anyway so i saw it (laughs) with my boyfriend because he's a scarlet witch stan within 10 15 20 minutes you see a you know the updated um gay flag the lgbtq flag oh cool Mm, that's nice uh with like the inclusive one inclusive one one of the characters her name is america chavez and she's a hispanic girl Played by an actress named Sochi. Oh, nice. Sochi something. I remember her last name. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess they're... I don't know if she's a lesbian or her, just her parents are lesbians. But basically in the movie, spoilers, uh, this girl, superhero person, her moms are lesbians. Oh, that's beautiful. Except for the lesbian moms get something bad happens to them of course always of course so anyways but she has yeah she has like the little the inclusive pride flag pin on her on her jacket the entire movie and i'm like okay that's That's cool and at first i was almost like okay i get it you're putting that rainbow right in my face i can fucking see it like (laughs) shut the fuck up i really understand lesbian or whatever she is (laughs) Um, but that's great that it's queer in there. person. But yeah, it didn't actually end up bothering me like I thought it would. Yeah. Well, it's it's also Disney, right? Yeah, I guess. I feel like Disney's like, look, we're not we're not homophobic. They're like, see, that's true. See, we love the gays. See? No, but I mean, we're seeing it. You see it, so that's interesting. But I mean, not like I mean, they're still cutting the scene from what these homophobic countries. Well, it's like, bitch. You want to make a fucking stance? How about you just don't yeah, get don't profits show, yeah. at all? Or don't that. show it. Don't show them that, that that over there. Yeah, it's like don't show the movie if you're really for us. Then you should be like, oh well, if you don't like us, then you, can't then you see can't it. get this at all because that's what the movie exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. That's where that's where it needs to be at Marvel. You really love the gays. Don't be editing shit. Exactly. I think that's the one step. Us. That, <laughs> I think that's the step that people don't remember to take. Is like, oh yeah, yeah, of course they have to cut it because you know they don't like gay people. And that's where the conversation ends. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's like, well, yeah, you need to not show it at all. You yeah. don't make yeah. a profit at all. Yeah, that means you, you're okay with them wanting to censor us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're fine with the censorship. You are fine censoring it. If America wanted you to censor it here, that means you would do it. Exactly. Right? For the money. Yeah, right? exactly. So mm-hmm. fuck, fuck, fuck Marvel. Fuck that. Because gay people shit. exist in China. <laughs> gay people exist in Russia. They're everywhere. Gay mm-hmm. people exist all over the place. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps up the quick tea. The Queer LBC podcast is a podcast focused on four gay guys from Long Beach talking about gay stuff all gay all day. Gay for pay, gay for not a lot of pay sometimes. Donate to us. Send us some money. Send us a lot of gay-friendly money. If you're a straight person, you can donate to us also. You don't have to be gay to send us some goddamn money, bitch. We don't discriminate here. I'll take a Republican's money. Sure, why not? You can follow us on Instagram at QueerLBC to get updates on the show in the Patreon link in our bio. And I'll also send us a goddamn email, bitch, at QueerLBC 
at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. And we're back. So I wanted to talk about, like, growing up gay. I wanted to take you all back to your youth. Your horrible, horrible youth. <laughs> and I wanted to know <laughs> when you were growing up, before you were out, before you knew you were even attracted to men, did you know you were gay? Did people already know? How did they know? How did you know? What made you think you could have been gay? And more questions. Jose, would you like to talk about yeah. being gay? What is like the earliest gay memory you have? Like non-sexual, like just take me back. In your history of all um, knowledge of gayness in your brain. I remember I really liked um, specific older men in my life um, that I was just really excited about. Um, and then I remember there were boys that I really liked and admired. But I feel like... I feel like I... You know how you would see... I, well, I mean, at least I'm not sure for other people, but I feel like when I was younger, movies back then kind of were, I'm not sure if it was movies or if it was that my parents watched movies in front of us that kind of were like risky a bit. And they were like, oh, shit. You're like, and they're like, look away, like, turn around, close your eyes. And instead of like, because, you know, you don't really know what a movie, what's in a movie. So then all of a sudden it's like, boom, there's this scene and your parents don't know what to do. Yeah. But they don't turn it off. They just say, don't look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only for the sex. Right. You're like, close your eyes. And then don't be looking, Cochino. And then, um, you know, you see, you obviously see those things. But then for me, like imagining in my head, like what it would be like for me to kiss someone. It it wasn't like, but I I don't want to kiss a girl. I want to kiss the guy. And I Mm. thought that when I saw John, you remember Jonathan Taylor Thomas? (laughs) Oh, from Home Improvement? (laughs) Yes. I had a big crush on Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I think I did also. (laughs) You and every girl. (laughs) And a lot of girls would talk. My cousin, my older cousin would talk about how cute he was. And I was like, yeah, he is. Like in my head. Yeah, that that was kind of like my realization that that's what I felt. And that obviously it's not okay. Why is it obvious that it's not okay? Oh, like the things your parents say. I knew my dad would say a bunch of gay jokes all the time or they would make fun of gay people. You remember any jokes Mm -hmm. in a race between um, lesbians and gay men, like who gets there first. And then he's like, the lesbians, because the men are still packing their shit. (laughs) And so like, interesting. And so I don't know. It was just, I'm trying to remember because I know it was a lot, but now I can't remember. Oh, like um, it was like a, a, a pilot and took it, took his friend uh, for a, a joyride on a plane. And so when he gets up there, he tells him, take off your pants. I'm going to fuck you or you jump. And then the guy and then the, he's telling a story. And so everyone's like, so did you jump? And I said a little at first. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, funny a- anal joke. <clears throat> and so I don't know. It was just a bunch of like just jokes about like making fun of gay people. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did um, that inform your... It's just that that was something you made fun of. Mm, interesting. Yeah. And I remember also having some classmates that I wanted to be friends with, but they were gay and they were openly gay. And not openly gay, they were just very effeminate and they didn't really hide it. And they were themselves. And so uh, we were friends, but then I just didn't like one particularly because he was very effeminate. And I didn't know why, I mean, that I didn't like him. 
but I feel like it's because me, I didn't like, I was told to hate myself. So when I saw something that, that was me, then I was projecting. But what grade do you think that was? Oh, that was in, um, that was in sixth grade. Did you feel like if you hung out with that kid, like you'd be made fun of or something? Oh, I still hung out with him. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you didn't like him anyways? No, I didn't like him. So why'd you hang out with them? I don't think I, I don't think that I ever made them aware that I didn't like them. So you're a fake friend. <laughs> yeah. Fake bitch. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, because it's like I wanted to be around them, but I didn't like them. You know what I mean? Like I... There was things that I just didn't like about them. And, and I would say that to myself in my head. Like, oh, I hate when they do that. Or I hate that they do that. But it was because, you know, I was stomped out. And so I was just, you know, that's what I was doing. But I don't know if, you know, I was, obviously I wasn't like a bully bully. But I was like in my head, I knew that those thoughts weren't. Now I know, like, wow, I used to not like that kid because of that. Did you ever do anything that like you got in trouble for? Yeah. Like it was known people um, made notice of um when i was a kid at home um they would like catch me playing barbies and they're like that's not for you or i think like i had like a high-pitched scream at one point that was imitating like a girly scream and my dad was like boys don't do that kind of just like making me afraid of a femininity mm-hmm. like they're like if you fight with your sisters i'm gonna put a dress on you go fight on them with a dress on and so man did you have like a lot of moments where it's like you're doing the wrong gender thing you can't um, do it like that. No, my parents were really big on like, you're going to do dad stuff. And they would like, like, you know what I mean? Like I learned how to work on cars and stuff. And so it was like, that's what you do. You go do boy stuff. Very like stereotypical male. Things. Yeah. Did you like it or you didn't like it? Or um, didn't I wanted it? to let my hair grow and my dad never let me. I would tell him like, I want hair. Like, and I would point, cause like, I think at the barbershop, I would go like, almost twice a month my hair grows fast and so it would take me all the time to get like he would tell them what how to cut my hair but then i started asking like can i and then i would see these posters of these like really cute boys and like you know those posters that they have back in the day um for in hair salons and they cut hair like the 50 style yeah and Mm -hmm. then some of them also the men kind of look kind of gay and so i pointed to one i said i want hair like that and then my dad said like that he was like no, no, we're not going to. No. And then he would just tell them what to cut. And I was like, oh. So I wouldn't get, they wouldn't let me pick what kind of hairstyle I wanted. I had that same thing where my dad would always be like, like unsatisfied with whatever like choice that I would make, like a personal choice I would make because mm. it was like a gay choice. And he'd be like, <laughs> no, like you're not going <laughs> to see that movie. You're not going to listen to that music. You're not going to wear that. Cause like that's gay or you're not going to put your hair like that either. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I, I actually had the opposite. Like I never got condemned for like my feminine choices. Like I remember like then I was nineties kid. The big saying was like, uh, whatever, talk to the hand. Right. And uh. you had to do the flip of the wrist, right? Like whatever, talk to the hand. Um, you know, and, you know, it was like Peg Bunny where her limp wrist just walking around. I remember doing that as a kid and I did it around my family and never said anything. Um, and I even played with Barbies. I remember my grandma bought me the Olympic Barbies that came with like the poles and they like automatically slung to the poles. It was so cool. That's cool. And like they did flips. It was really cool because we watched the Olympics that year. So it was like really cool to get them. Um 
so yeah so i remember like they let me do that and uh, but with that, my aunt, my aunt, I remember my grandma and my aunt were fighting in the aisle because I wanted them. And my aunt was like, you can't let him do that. Those are Barbies or girl toys. And my grandma still bought them for me. Yeah, so, grandma. Yeah. Did you know, like at the time you were like breaking a law of some kind? Because you said they let me. Yeah, yeah oh, definitely. Because it, yeah, because they fought with me. So like logically, I'm like, oh, well, this is something that I probably shouldn't be doing if they're fighting over it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think like that was probably my conclusion about it. That's so funny that you mentioned the talk to the hand thing, because I was barred from talking like that and doing my hand like that, too. Yeah. Mm. And I was always like I wasn't I wasn't like verbally like told that I was not allowed to play with Barbies. But the fucking like looks I would mm. get and like if like if people who weren't in my immediately in my immediate family came over and like I was like playing with the Barbies with my sisters like you definitely knew that they were like side eyeing me hard and it was like mm. oh I can't like touch this and then like I would have to like bar myself from playing because like i really wanted to play with my sister yeah like bitch i'm taking this cute girl out and we're having a day (laughs) and i'm gonna dress this bitch up you don't know how to treat her Mm -hmm. (laughs) but then it would always be like this feeling of like oh you like this is like forbidden like you can't touch this or you're gonna get your ass fucking chewed out or beat or something did you did you play with your sister and the barbie dolls in secret like when no one's watching yes it was definitely like secret time and if it was like another like male walked into the room you definitely knew like my hands would like get off that thing oh yeah i also found that i like like i was a huge power rangers fan so i I also find that like even if it's a masculine thing i'm I'm drawn to like feminine to the femininity of it because i love the pink power ranger yeah and i wanted to always be the pink power ranger whenever i played power rangers with my cousins and they were actually tolerant they never made fun of me for doing it but i remember i told them i'm like okay like if someone comes i'm billy i'm not <laughs> kimberly billy the gay one yes right the oh better God, cover even, like <laughs> even billy right being, like the next choice <laughs> <laughs> How funny. But yeah, I mean, I remember the same thing. I remember being really into, yeah, Kimberly. Mm-hmm. I thought Trini was also cool. I, yeah, I, I agree. I was more of a Trini Trini fan. You know she's dead. She yeah. Is. You know she did The Crow? She was in The Crow. What? Yeah. No, and yeah. I have to watch that. I've never even seen it. Wow. Well, yeah, she was, she was my favorite. And I also really like, had a huge crush on Tommy. Tommy was fine. <laughs> I think Jason, the red one, was literally one of my first, like, man crushes ever. Um, like, I definitely remember seeing him and being like, oh, my God, I want to be him and be with him yeah. <laughs> at the same time. I also um, had a crush on Will Smith in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's funny. Oh. I thought he was so adorable. Will Smith. You know, I feel like pre-puberty, my link to gayness was through femininity. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't. I don't think I had the conscious perspective that I was attracted to boys at that age. It was very much like, oh, just femininity. Like, I want to be the pink ranger. I want to be the the female character in the video games. Yeah, same. And my excuse was like, oh, they're faster. Yeah, you know. I didn't even you know what people I would do that too I would always pick the girl fighter yeah. or, or peach Chun-Li. or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. and then people would be like why do you want to be the girl and I'm like Katara because mm, her outfit's fire because <laughs> <laughs> her outfit's fire 
I don't know. Yeah, I was always doing that too. It's always like a link to femininity. Yeah, like I loved wrestling growing up, but my favorite division and wrestling matches were watching the female wrestlers. I was mm-hmm. like, fuck the men, they're boring. I liked wrestling when I saw a queer wrestler, Goldust. I thought Goldust oh was my God, really cool. So and extra. I was like, <laughs> I, I'm down to watch this. Goldust, I don't know that. Yeah, it was a, a gay wrestler. Well, I don't know if they're a gay wrestler, but they were very feminine. It was like drag. Yeah. Well, well, wrestling is kind of drag. Oh, yeah. It's just all acting. Yeah. I was The soap opera. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel like if I would, like, say phrases that were, like, feminine phrases. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I really was into the movie Clueless. Oh, I like Clueless. <laughs> and yeah. I was definitely saying, like, all those things that she was saying. And it was definitely like, oh, no. You're oh, not allowed to say God. shit like Oh, my that. God. <laughs> I could I could see your influence from Clueless. I also was noticing like back then it was like really a, a like strong attraction to like the, all these white men, all these white boys because we didn't really have yeah. brown boys to be like. We had Richie Valens. The brownest boy I remember having attraction to, and I don't even, he, I think he is Latino. The isn't he Filipino? No, no, I'm not talking about the from La Bamba. The, I'm talking. I'm switching oh, the movie. Sorry. Um. The Benny from the Sandlot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is he, is he Italian? He's Italian. Is he Italian? Right? I don't no. know. What is he? Is he Latino? I don't know. But I don't he know. was hot. Yeah. Yeah. Benny was super cute. I wanted to be that nerdy kid and get picked up by Benny. I, I think. I think post puberty, I was like, oh, you're cute. <laughs> yeah. Even when I was like pre, yeah, puberty, I was like, there's something about him. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be yeah. with him. <laughs> I, I had a real live Benny in my life. Um, when I was in middle school, he was a really cool kid. And I didn't know, I didn't think that a really cool kid would, would like want to be my friend, but he was really cute. He was super cute to me. And then when he started talking about girls, I was like, Oh yeah, girls. Sure. Yeah. I like them. And then he would talk about girls like, like, Oh, have you seen the titties on this girl? And I'm just like, so weird. And then I was just like, and he would talk to me about the girls he liked. And I was just go along with like, Oh yeah, they're great. (laughs) um but we he would have me over to come over to his house so i really was happy that i was gonna go over to his house and we played video games and he would show me how to play videos i was like really bad at it um (laughs) and then um uh you know he he had a his dad was cool too um but we would hang out um we would go do stupid stuff like we would go on our bikes and we'd go through the alleys and just kick dumpsters over Cause he was like, Hey, it's cause it was like that. He was like that the trash got picked up. So the trash cans were empty. So you just go driving fast through the alleys to see if you can kick a dumpster over while you're driving, riding your bicycle. And it was him and some other boy. And that was like the thing to do. I thought it was so stupid. It but is I, stupid. <laughs> but I, but I like this boy. So I'm over here riding a bike after him kicking dumpsters. Straight boys were always doing stupid yeah. shit when we were little kids. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing, idiot? Jackass. Right? Oh, yeah. He, so he would do dumb stuff. And then eventually he started getting into trouble. And and I just was like, and I would tell him, like, well, why, why did you do that? And then he was like, I don't know. That's and what then, boys do. I don't know. He was, he was just like, I don't know. I just thought it would be funny or, like, something stupid. And I would just tell him, like, man, that's, like, I would just tell him, like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> and so, um. And then eventually we parted ways. I don't think we went to the same high school. And we kind of just, like, you know, obviously weren't around each other anymore. But he was a, a really good musician, too. Um, and I really admired that. And I was like, whoa. I didn't know um, 
that I liked them, liked them until like I started. Um, they started talking about girlfriends, and I was like, you know who I would want to kiss? I would want to kiss him. And so that's what you know, because everybody's talking about like, I yeah, kissed a girl yet, or and I'm just like, oh, and then it was really embarrassing because um, we would have to change in front of each other, in the locker mm. room. Yeah, and we would. F- I mean, we obviously picked the lockers next to each other because we're friends. And so, um, were you trying to look or what? No, I wasn't trying to look. Um, Good. But did you? No, I don't think I could. I was too scared because if I looked, like, I feel like I would be like, he's gay. I remember being in like That's so funny because straight people are all, like, so concerned about gay people in the locker room or in bathrooms. And it's like, bitch, that is where I'm the most scared. Right. We're going to make ourselves the smallest in those spaces. Right. <laughs> I remember being in the locker room, like, in, like, school, being, like, terrified. Like, oh, fuck. This is where I die. This is yeah, where I'm going to die. I'm like, I can't look at nobody. And I'm like, I'm not going to look. And then yeah. we would, but we all just changed shorts fast. Everybody, mm-hmm. like we all did it super fast. You just take off your pants, put on your shorts, and then I did get made fun of though because I had um, those little white underwear, and everybody and all, of, tiny all of the whiteies. yeah tiny whiteies, and everybody had boxers, and so then I had told my mom, I was like, Mom, everybody has boxers. I don't want to wear these underwear anymore. So she bought me boxers, and I wore them once, and I didn't. I hated it. Boxers are terrible. I don't like boxers. Yeah, why like, was that straight underwear? I didn't have those either. I don't yeah. know, but I got made fun of for having them. And then after that, I was like, well, I can't go back to these stupid things. And then I saw the ones that are the, the boxer, boxer briefs. briefs. And I saw those. And then the men were so hot. And I was like, I want those. Yeah. And so then I yeah, switched the to those because I got made fun of for wearing the tidy whities in, in um, middle school. Because um, obviously everybody... Even though they're straight, they're looking at what kind of underwear you have. and Right? And making judgments <laughs> yeah. on it. Yeah. And so everyone had boxers and I also was like, oh, I don't want to make fun of. Also, like buying underwear, it was really like. Is that how you knew you were gay? The underwear wall? I think now reflecting back, that was definitely my like sexual epiphany, I think. It was definitely peak gay. Yes. It was like Very erotic. Zone. Yes. It's like I... I only go down that aisle when I had to pick underwear for my back to school shopping. And yeah. like, you never go in the aisle any other time because uh-huh. you don't want to be seen like a pervert. Oh, yeah. I, I go. I used to go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's so <laughs> funny was. going now mm. and being like, oh, this is calm. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just buying underwear. <laughs> but I remember when I was like little and I would see the wall of underwear packagement yeah. and I'd be like, oh, fuck. You know, I would, I'll be like, I'll put my underwear away and I used to keep the packaging sometimes. Oh my God. For later. For later. <laughs> I know. I would uh, just, I remember just like staring at the packaging yes. when I would actually buy it and be like, fuck. Did y'all ever masturbate to it? Probably. Yeah. Or yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I was old enough at that time to be masturbating to that. Yeah. But I definitely remember the underwear packaging definitely the being arousal. Like, like the hardcore porn i'd ever seen yeah yeah and i had seen like regular straight man woman porn and that shit always like made me feel really uncomfortable yeah i didn't like it either yeah it doesn't hit the same i i would watch i would sometimes watch it for like the man and the man was really important like if there was a really good looking man and i would watch it but then eventually when i when the internet came around and i was like oh shit i can i can look up porn and i never really thought about that um, looking it up because I'm like, can you imagine? I would, I could never. Why would I ever do that? And so then I did, and oh my god, when I first looked at gay porn, I was like, my heart was mm-hmm. gonna bust out of my chest. Yes. How old were you? Um, I was in high school, 
So I must have been like 16, 15. The first time I saw porn was younger than that, but gay porn. Because I remember I went to a sleepover and one of my one of my um, friends was like, my mom has a, a black box in her room. And I was like, oh, yeah, what does that mean? He was like, you can get any channel. And I was like, okay, let's go see what they have. And then he t- puts on porn and then he put, puts the TV on really loud. And then he runs out of the room with the remote and closes the door. And I was like sitting there shocked watching like these uh, two women un- un- um, go at each other. And I was like, what? And it was loud and they were moaning. And then he was laughing because and I was like, I'm not watching this. And then I. Um, you got your ass no, There was no adults in the house. It was just us. Um, and his mom had stepped out for something. And so then he, I was trying to get out and he was like holding the doorknob and I couldn't get out. And then he's just having the time of his life. And I'm over here tr- embarrassed. What a horrible experience. Yeah. What a terrible friend. That's right? so funny. We had the black box too. And that's where I first saw porn. Yeah. It's because I was like my younger cousin. That was always the tip off to me. It was like all the boys around me would always be talking about girls. And I'd be like, what? Why? I'm like, I don't like them. And like, I'm not mm. attracted to and I don't have the same thoughts that you do. And, but I wouldn't have the thoughts for men, but I would just have zero thoughts for women. Mm. And I would be like, why do I not like have those thoughts? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, am I a late bloomer? Is that what that means? <laughs> yeah, I thought I was straight because I had huge crushes on movie stars. I, and um, so I had a huge crush on Selena. I had a huge crush on Shakira. And so I thought I'm straight. And then I'm blasting all this music. <laughs> you just wanted to be them. I think I just wanted to be them. Yeah, but it was kind of like, I remember seeing porn on that black box thing and being like, this is gross. Like, I don't like this chick that everyone keeps talking about. They like this girl. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't get it. And I was just kind of grossed out. Um, but I remember seeing the guy and also like not thinking of anything because the guys were always gross anyways. In straight porn, the guy is like never really attractive. Yeah. So I was always like, mm, mm. that's not really great either. And then I yeah. never had any crushes on any guys in my school because none of them were what I would consider, I guess, attractive. I don't know what it was. So yeah. I was just like forever in the dark being like, I still don't like girls, question mark, dot, dot, dot. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I really liked this boy, but I thought he was cool and we were friends. Um, but I did really like him. Like I would seek him out and be like, hey, what's up? And let's play. And then but he was like, I want to say like very kind of like little cholito kind of like, but like pocho cholo, like where they don't speak Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like orale homes, like, but they don't really speak Spanish. It's very East LA. Yeah. I would go to his house and he would like, we would play shit like BB guns and like, he said, sometimes me and my cousins, we just shoot at each other. And I was like, wait. But he's like, oh, but it doesn't really hurt. You just lower the, the, like, the pressure. And so, but you could, you, and so you would just pump it once and then they shoot each other. And so we would go out and play with BB guns. And I remember my mom one time got me, like, you can't be playing with that. And they would just, they also had like, we had dirt bikes too, but they had dirt bikes. It was, it was very like, kind of like over the top kind of like, kind of play that I definitely was um very kind of like nah i'm not playing no more because they they legit were shooting at each other and then i said i don't think i'm done (laughs) why do straight people enjoy that as children pain (laughs) i never understood that either 
I was like, I don't, I don't like playing these reindeer games with y'all. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, like I don't reindeer. get this shit. Yeah, some of it was kind of wild. I think for for me that I found boys like attractive. I'm like, oh, like you're like visually attractive. Like you have a pretty face. You know, like you're like cute. Um, but I never like put cute to it but i think like reflecting it's like oh, that's why but it was like i never looked at them i never talked to them i would just like admire you from far and just catch your sight and then like look away just like <laughs> looking at them yes for whatever reason for whatever reason yeah like how old were you when you started looking uh like high school i okay. think yeah did you guys ever have that where you were like or did you ever have that where you're like why don't i like girls yet or did you uh well i only hung around girls but no i know i never never felt like a pressure from like society to be like oh and then when i get married that wasn't until after high school because i didn't i didn't date at all during like middle school or or high school when i went to college that's when i started dating and actually started dating women first and i think i don't think it was so much a pressure i think it was a confusion of like a friendship like confusing and like putting more than maybe what it was mm. and and probably like both relationships because i enjoy spending time with the women that i dated but it wasn't like it just wasn't as satisfying as it is to be in a relationship with a man yeah yeah i figured i i thought girls were pretty i think they're pretty too I, yeah i thought girls were pretty and we're like oh she's pretty yeah. And then I said, I think I like her because I thought she's pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I think that's what it was where it's like, then that means I must like you. I, I think, think I remember pretty. liking girls that I thought were cool. Yeah. Like having that admiration. right? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think it was more like a friendship crush that yeah. I confused with a heterosexual crush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had yeah. that close with a friend and, and, um, and we were really good friends and I really liked her a lot. And I think like, I could even say loved her, but like as a friend, like, I don't think now looking back that I would have like wanted to really have sex with her. Like I just really like them. Mm-hmm. And then it just seemed normal to be like, well, this is a person I really like and they're the correct gender and the correct like sex. Yeah. But then I feel like, um, cause I remember when I was in high school, I had a crush on this girl. Supposedly I had a crush on her and we're still friends today. And, like, we think about it, and we're, like, remember, like, when you had, like, that crush on me? (laughs) And it's, like, yeah, I do, and I don't know what. (laughs) It's, like, an emotional crush. Yeah. 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 It's not, there's not that, well, there is some, like, sexual attraction, but I think it's not sexual attraction. For me, I think it was, like, oh, like, if we're together, then we, we have sex. So it's like the logical thing. Because I remember thinking like, oh, she's cool. Mm-hmm. And I remember because I ended up getting with a girl. Uh, I'm not a gold star gay, unfortunately. Yeah. But neither I had I. a girlfriend. Yeah, neither am I. And I remember thinking that she was cool also. Because mm-hmm. I had never had the step where it was like a sexual desire for a girl. Mm. It was always kind of like a platonic romantic ideal. Because I guess like. When you hear about, like, compulsory heterosexuality, like, I've looked it up and it's, like, a lot of, like, lesbians talk on it. But I feel like I was also, I mean, we all are. We're all, like, bred into this, 
indoctrinated into this world of heterosexuality mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. we are like assumed at birth to be heterosexual yeah. and so there's all these like expe- expectations like put on you mm-hmm. and so i definitely even though like people in my family quote unquote i guess would know that i was gay um just from like n- like seeing me hearing me <laughs> like i didn't know i was gay yeah and so i was still following with that narrative that because everybody you would get so many negative uh negative words on it mm-hmm. and so you're like oh well this is the bad thing yeah so you don't be the bad thing mm-hmm. and it's like every time that like gayness came up like either like the underwear wall or like being confused on why I don't like a girl. It's like I kept making an excuse for like mm-hmm. why that would happen. Mm-hmm. And like they were obviously like a wrong excuse, but it was like it was just like trying to create some kind of narrative of like why this made sense that was ultimately I'm not gay. Yeah. Being I, in denial, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was in denial for uh, for for sure cuz I think um for me I um I had come across pornography and so then there was like kind of like in the back there's like a catalog where you can order more pornography I guess back in the day you ordered it like in the mail and so it was like little tiny pictures and one of them was little pictures of like men and men so it was like it was all sections of like like um this type of porn and that type of porn and then at the very end was like men to men and it was just like <gasps> Yeah, it was like this and is it was the like, worst one. What? And I was there. like, oh my god, why is this my favorite? And I just kept going back, and you know, like you see porn, and obviously it's it's also exhilarating, but like just going back to that, it just I kept going back, and I'm like, why do I keep wanting to see this? Like, does it mean I'm gay? Like, I just and I was like, no, don't look at it. No, I want to look at it. And then I look at it again. And I'm like, wow. Like, and then I was like, he's doing what to his? He just put his dick in his mouth. Oh my god! Like, how old were you seeing? Like, that? um, I don't know how old I was. I can't remember how old I was, but I know I was not old enough. I felt like I was pretty young. Um, but after that, that put it in my head where it's like, I think I'm gay. And it was kind of like in my head, I think I'm gay, but I kept pretending like, no, I'm not. I was also like r- really put in like indoctrinated in Christianity. Mm. And so that was like a big no, no. And it was like, you know, until eventually, you know, come to terms with it. And it's just, it was kind of, you know, like this thing about you that you're not supposed to like or this thing about you that you're not supposed to talk about or mm-hmm. that. But I always like um, in high school, I really did kind of like try my very best to like have a relationship so like um i became really close friends with a you know one of my friends was queer and we were really good friends and um you know we got to experiment with each other which i thought was a really cool experience in high school um and then there was this other boy that i really liked and i was finally able to like have the guts to like break up with my girlfriend and then be like i'm gonna be with him and so i did and it was like the biggest thing in high school like it was like kind of kind of like a Everyone was like, what the fuck? Groundbreaking. He just like broke up with her and now he's with a dude and he's gay. And then some of my friends were like, hey, how can you be gay and be Christian? You can't be both. And I'm like, well, I don't care. And then I was like, (laughs) but you can't. Okay, so who cares? Guess I'm not Christian. Yeah. And so then and then there was this guy who started bullying me all of a sudden. Like he tried to be like really tough with me and, and like just didn't like me. 
And I was just like, I don't give a fuck anymore. So I started like blowing him kisses whenever he came near me, like, cause he tried to shove me and stuff. So then I was like, fuck it, let's go. If we're gonna go, we're gonna go. So I would just blow kisses to make him mad, and then he would call me a faggot. And then eventually he just left me alone, cause I just kept doing it. Cause like, you know what I mean? It's just like, let's go then, bring it. And then mm-hmm. he he would pretend like we were gonna go for it, but it was all talk. Yeah. So that was like me kind of like standing up for myself. It was pretty cool. Good I kind of enjoyed. I kind of enjoyed being. Yeah, go little, you. Yeah, I mean, I I also like. I grew up like you know, and where in my area where I grew up, I, you you you're not supposed to be a little punk. You're supposed to fight back, or else people do stuff to you. So. Lol. Well, I was a little punk in that area, and I did get stuff done to me. <laughs> so you're I right. Told. Fuck that shit. I told. You told. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was ready to throw punches. Nah, I don't fight. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind, kind of like you said, like you, like you're like, oh, you have that label of gay in your in your head. Yeah. I, I think I'm more similar to to you. I didn't have the word gay like associated with me. I think it's also because I was trying to fight it because I got bullied, so it's kind of like that denial of that label. Yeah. But like, even even though I have a gay uncle, like my family didn't talk about it. Like no one came and sat and told me, oh, your uncle's gay. Yeah. Oh. And so like. It wasn't until like a teenager where it clicked. I'm like, oh, you're gay. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. You know, yeah. because his partner was his roommate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had um, my, my uncle is gay, is gay. And um, then he had a gay roommate. I also, <laughs> I, I was attracted to his gay roommate. I was like someone that I thought was beautiful. And so growing up, I was like, wow. And I just always wanted to like go see him. So, like, if there was an opportunity, I would go and say hi to him and talk to him. And, and I feel like maybe that might have been... I feel like if people were really paying attention to me, I'm pretty sure that they knew I was gay. Yeah, they probably did. Just denied it. I had a gay uncle, and that everybody knew was gay, and a gay, and a lesbian aunt. Um, but I feel like, like how you said there were a lot of jokes about gay people. I felt like yeah. whenever they were mentioned, it was always, like, a joke about their sexuality was being made. And oh. it was kind of like, oh, like, um, they would say your like your uncle Teddy and your aunt Danny. So they would always miss and they'd always say the opposite for the other one. Like, oh, your your aunt Rachel and your uncle Barbara. Oh. They'd always misgender oh, wow. the other one. And it was always came down to that point of like misgendering like gay people as well. Oh. And it's like there's this thing when it's not concerned with your sexuality like of you like dicking down dudes right it's like this other thing of what makes you gay and it's like all the times that you uh i guess are not in line with whatever male heteronormativity is they like intermingle sexuality and and gender like you're saying yeah you know where it's like femininity gets assumed with being gay and sleeping with men when you don't have to be feminine to sleep with men you know you can have you can be mask performing you know yeah oh Rufio, 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 my other crush. I just thought about that right now. Because he literally was so punk, and he had eyeliner, and that was kind of low-key, kind of. Oh, it was very punk, huh? But that's what punk was, too. Punk is kind of queer. Sorry, I, my brain does that. I had a big crush on Rufio. Rufio was one of my biggest crushes. Yeah, you know that movie hook? Oh, I'm like, is that a person yeah, <laughs> that no. you're calling out? Sorry. No. <laughs> um, I remember when I used to watch movies, I remember that I would always look at the men 
um, like whenever they had sex scenes in movies, was always looking at the men, like yeah, and that focus. I remember uh, this movie called Indecent Proposal with Woody Harrison. Is that his name? Woody? Yes, I think so. And Demi Moore, and there's a sex scene between them. And I remember like pausing it because they show his butt, you That's know, so and funny. be like, oh. you know. <laughs> I remember that and yeah that's funny because that's why i brought this topic up also is because one of my new co-workers who doesn't work there anymore he asked me because i he's a he's like a gen z person so i knew he was cool with gay um even though he's straight but then we hadn't discussed my gayness because apparently you know you have to come out to every fucking straight person there has to be like a moment where you identify that you are gay <laughs> that you're different that so you're that they different. can acknowledge it so that they can so you can acknowledge that you have a boyfriend as opposed to you having a girlfriend because they all just say your girlfriend this your girlfriend that oh yeah, yeah that's how every conversation is assumed so anyways so he goes so what made you gay and he said it like full chest like it wasn't even like <laughs> a problem <laughs> a problem <laughs> and i was like so what made me gay and i just like that thought for a minute and I was just like, the love of a man's body. That's what made me gay. And he was just like, what? <laughs> and I was like, yes, really. That is. Saying, what, what made you straight? Because I think that also is what it is. Because, yeah. yeah, when I'm watching, when I was a little kid, like watching TV, watching movies, mm-hmm. it would always be like, if a guy was shirtless, yes. it was definitely, I felt like, oh shit, they can all see that I'm hardcore watching this Staring. television moment. Yeah. I'm staring down this TV <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but I feel like when I noticed that I liked guys like that, when I noticed that I was checking out guys, I just, yeah, it always just makes some kind of excuse yeah. of like why I was looking at him. Yeah, me too. You still denied it. Yeah, and I couldn't understand why I was even looking, yeah. mm-hmm. but I knew what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I would just like, as soon as like the scene was over, then I would be like, "Oh, now I have to push this thought away." I had and not even crushes. analyze it. Like who? Uh, Aladdin. Aladdin was hot. I had a cartoon crush on Aladdin, and then I would watch his animated series religiously. Aladdin was very hot. Yeah. Who else was hot? I like. I thought gargoyles were hot. I thought they were, like, way too racy for me to be watching. I was like, oh, shit, Shirtless. I'm going to pop a boner. <laughs> <laughs> People are definitely going to know. <laughs> I thought Gargoyles was cool. X-Men. To me, X-Men um, were were hot. I liked Nightcrawler. Um, Wolverine was hot to me. Um, also, uh, Cyclops. Cyclops was like, Oh, Cyclops is hot as yeah. well. Yeah. hunk. And Beast. I was also attracted to Beast because he was just wearing his little thin underwear. Beast. This big, hairy, <laughs> blue man. <laughs> Um, I wonder if she likes the furries. I think I like the furries. Um, yeah, so I had cartoon crushes too. I remember I couldn't watch like Sailor Moon, or else it would be it would be too fucking gay for me to be watching. Yeah, I like Sailor mm. Moon. So it had I'm to be a secret that. watch. Oh, uh, I don't think I got judged for Sailor Moon. I feel like a lot of the kids were really into like uh, anime or Totoro and Sailor Moon and um but I was also into Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z was cool too. So I feel like the people that liked Dragon Ball Z liked um Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. At least the the boys that I that I was surrounded with, a lot of them were really into comic books and 
And I don't know. That was like Sailor Moon was kind of like a. Everybody enjoyed it. I see. I think they might have liked it because they were don't they like nude naked sometimes. Um, I think they're kind of borderline naked a lot. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, yeah. Like, I think one of the things that I did not let myself like because they might think I was gay was the Spice Girls. So I denied myself the Spice Girls. I up. love the Spice Girls. My dad denied me watching the Spice Girls movie. Yeah, I'll I never forgive you for that. Oh, did you ever watch it? No, because I did start watching it at one point. I was like, oh, this is horrible. It is terrible, but that's why it's so great. I mean, I'm sure I would have loved it as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it recently and it was it was like, oh, this is a movie. Yeah. I I remember I was huge into Spice Girls and we used to go to the swap meet and they used to sell packets of like Spice Girls cards, like baseball cards. But it was Spice Girls. I remember getting some and I remember... My my grandma grabbing them. She's like, I need to inspect them because I'm hearing on the news that there's like nude pictures of the Spice Girls in these things, and I'm like, I don't want to see that. Okay, go and take them, take yeah. them away. Uh-huh. But I'm like, that was a concern. I'm like, you're far off, like barking up the wrong tree. Uh-huh. When I used to watch Nickelodeon, they used to play music videos after. One of the music videos was uh, "Oops, I Did It Again" by Britney Spears, <laughs> and I used to dance to it. And but if I ever heard anyone coming, I'd be like, stop and like oh sit down, God. trying oh, to catch my breath. All. <laughs> <laughs> I did what is like almost equivalent to like a drag show to Britney Spears oh when I was God. like, <laughs> I don't know, whatever, whatever age that was when it was like high school or middle school or something. Yeah. And I did it for like my little cousins and I was basically performing the whole song for them. <laughs> and then they were like so enthralled by the entire show. But they were like happily exclaiming to our parents and their parents that I did this act. And it was like they didn't understand that that wasn't like a welcome thing. Yeah. So they oh. kept pushing for it being like, oh, it was so great. It was so cool and funny. But then the whole time the parents were like, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> Stop saying Aw. oh, it's depressing me. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, some of those things make me so sad. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, That's heteronormative life for you. Right? No, yeah. I definitely had to hide things. I did, I got clocked when I was in middle school by an eighth grader. I was in sixth grade. And then for some reason, PE, they mixed us all together, like all grades. Mm-hmm. And so um, we were playing volleyball. And apparently I would make this like sound when i hit the ball and it was kind of effeminate and uh. so then yeah like that and so then i was like ah uh. and so then this other boy was like what are you gay or something why do you do that why do you hit the ball like that and why do you do that and i was like what i don't do what you're saying and then i hit the ball again and i was like oh yes i, I do oh, i do that yeah <laughs> i remember having to mask up for pe and it was a piss poor job. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Fuck PE. I that is a hate PE. crime. It is for gay kids. Uh. PE is a hate crime. <laughs> yeah. Fuck PE. <laughs> oh my god. I got made fun of for for being effeminate in in volleyball. Um, and then after that, I was like, I'm not gay. That's not who I am. And so I was like, Yes, you are, sis. But I wasn't ready yet. Go off. Go off. I remember in like elementary school, there was this other little boy that seemed like not like everyone else, like how I did, but I didn't know him. But for some reason I knew him, but he also had two, two names such as I did growing up. Oh, that's cool. 
And I'm like, I think his name was like John Paul or something gay like that. And I was like, and he, I think he had like, his hair was like a little bit longer than short. And I always just remember seeing him and being like, that kid is different. He's special. And I couldn't tell if I had a crush on him or not, mm. but I just felt like in reality, I'm like, oh, I looking back, I'm like, that kid was a gay kid. But I was just like, there was something different about him. Yeah. Did you guys ever notice any other like gay children? Yeah, in middle school, I noticed them. I didn't really, I wasn't necessarily attracted to them, but in high school, I, I noticed um, an older gay boy, and he was really um, flamboyant. And then there was this other boy I had a huge crush on, and he was super cute, and I had him in a lot of my classes. And then some a friend of mine was like, can you go ask him if he's gay? I feel like he's gay. And all these girls were crushing on him, but they asked me to go ask him if he's gay, but then I was like, I can't just go ask someone if they're gay and then and um so i didn't do it and then i had a but i also was like what if he is oh my god he's really cute (laughs) and then um turns out he was gay and he's fucking hot and he's a hottie and i was like what the fuck and so he ended up coming out and he was dating this other guy and i was like fuck i was like what was i doing missed opportunity right and so um then there was this other guy and he was very like punk rock but he was very effeminate clearly and so i was trying to like be friends with him but i think he was not really into me but he was also very mean to me for no reason and i would ask him like hey like what's your deal and he was like what's my deal nothing what and so he was just being mean to me for no reason and then i don't know he didn't like me for some reason but um but then the catty gay right i don't know he didn't like me but um and i was trying to be nice but he was not having it and then there was this other guy that, um, and so I ended up um, having a boyfriend. So that was really cool for like a hot minute. But he was, he was, uh, he opened up my world like sexually. I then never really have had a sexual experience like that before that. But he was like experienced. Like he was telling me about times where uh, men would pick him up and take him to clubs and stuff. And he had, he had already had anal sex. Dang. Wow. And he was in high school. Yikes. Yeah. With older men. So he knew how to give a really good blowjob though. I feel like in middle school and high school in my, like I had a big group of friends and like, I feel like all the guys in that group were gay. We we're all just closeted gays. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, for all some, for all, for some reason we can all just hang out with each other. And we don't know why, because these are the only other males that won't harass me for my gayness. That's cool. Did y'all hang together? Not really. Just inside of school. Oh. And it was also this like other like weird thing where it's like, you knew that everybody else knew that they were gay. And it was like, there's this almost barrier that you can't get too close to another gay person or else it's like danger zone. Oh. And okay. then heterosexuals like see you even like bigger as like a bigger yeah they're like gay by association yeah so it was always like this like arm's length Mm -hmm. that you had to keep with like your gay friends in high school Yeah. because yeah you couldn't really be nobody you can't be seen with a gay person because gay people are like in school they're like toxic or at least they were when i was growing up in my area um oh it makes me want to talk to some of my high school friends i'm like did y'all know I was gay? Yeah, I had I had one 
friend who later came out as gay, but he was the only guy friend in our group of friends besides me. But we weren't close because, I don't know, we just didn't. Like, even though we were grouped together, we just didn't talk and form that bond. I think there was kind of that fear because it's not that we identified as gay. It's like people questioned our sexuality. People identified y'all as gay. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh, I think it's like what you're saying. It's like, I can't get too close because I don't want to confirm anything. I'm already so low on the social totem pole. <laughs> yeah, right. I can't <laughs> be standing next to you. Uh-huh. I feel like a lot of the gay people that I was friends with in high school, they got kicked out of their house when their parents found out they were gay. Oh, wow. Dang. That happens. Mm-hmm. That sucks. That happened to um, one of my friends and he moved in with us for like a... Uh, a couple a couple days and my mom even went went to their parents to like like bring them back to tell them like this is your son and you're supposed to love him no matter what and that shit can really fuck you up for mm-hmm. like a long ass time it can really leave you behind in life yeah for like years to come it's not just you get kicked out of the house parents and then it's like oh well they'll survive it's kind of like it sets you back so oh, yeah. much yeah oh yeah i feel like that's one thing most straight kids probably don't ever know what that shit's like like i feel like even in our 30s like a lot of the gay friends that i had that had that happen to them are still trying to play catch up yeah with like their lives yeah yeah because it's, it's traumatic and and you're not prepared to support yourself no it could be a huge financial setback yeah. too like one everyone else goes to school you're too busy working so you can't you know what i mean so it's like a you're just living to survive yeah mm-hmm but it, I mean, you know, it's it's really sad. Yeah. Let alone what it does to like your self worth. Yeah. 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 But I always knew because I always like the girl things, and I always wanted the girl things. I think even wa- thinking that girl clothes were way cooler than boy clothes. Oh really? Yeah. Um. Did so you? so that's why I think like like elementary, elementary it was very like much like adapting and being attracted to like that femininity of it but once i hit puberty that's when i started noticing like the male body and having more of that appeal to the male body than the female body Mm. yeah you never like worried like oh why am i attracted to these men (laughs) no i i think it was also that self-denial because that like recognizing the attraction to men was also paired to like me being bullied because it happened at the same time like in sixth grade so i think it was even though i knew there was something that i wanted to like see the male body be attracted to that it was kind of like well if i say i'm not gay then i'm not gay you know like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what i like you know so it's kind of that detachment from the identity from from like what i'm actually doing Mm. It was interesting. It was kind of that stuff. No, like, I'm not gay. I don't identify as gay. It was very, like, men for men type of situation. Same. I had that same thought, like, when I was so closeted, but, like, fucking dudes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would be like, I'm not gay. Like, they would be like, oh, so you're gay? And I'm like, no. I just like to fuck guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I remember remember, um, having a girlfriend and watching gay porn. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time that I sought out that I sought out gay porn. It was like online mm-hmm. and it was like my heart was just like racing because I was like, fuck, if I get caught like looking at this, I'm dead. And then it's like, but let's look anyways. 
And then I remember seeing like, I think I just saw like a dude naked and it was just like a naked model guy posing. And then I felt like immediate shame and like disgust with myself. And I was just like, oh my God, like, and I like had to like click out of it and I had to like research how to delete your history and all that shit. Wow. <laughs> how to delete your cookies at like 13. Everything, yeah. And so, because it was still like 1998 or yeah. some shit. Yeah. Dial up. Yeah. So it was like my dad probably didn't even know how to check the history. Right. <laughs> but like, yeah, it was just like me searching it out and then having immediate like recoil and then not understanding like what am i doing like why am i like searching for this like why do mm-hmm, i want yeah. to see this if i'm like so disgusted by it like yeah. why am i just dis- like why am i looking at this yeah and then just being so confused yeah my my first step into gay porn was like i wonder i wonder what other men's penises look like oh i'm just gonna look it up so i know <laughs> you know so i remember looking that up and then it just led to gay porn and i got to this like 70s gay porn website and it was just these pictures of men from the 70s like naked (laughs) or like you know performing sexual acts and that was like my first exposure to like gay porn wow how did it make you how did it make you feel it was very exciting i didn't feel the disgust or record i was done i'm like that was good we'll do this again later really (laughs) yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. i didn't have that yeah at all that's funny yeah i felt a bit of shame i I felt a bit of shame but then i knew it wasn't like I, I remember kind of like um at the time negotiating with god <laughs> like, oh my god about Same. this i was Same. like negotiating i was like okay lord i'm not gonna do this again oh my god and then i, I did that. it again <laughs> oh my yeah. god you just totally brought back a memory i forgot yeah so i was like there was a time that i used to speak to, to this god person but like that was so sad like growing up now i I'm so upset with Christianity. I'm like, fuck that shit. I can't believe you, know? you hate it's it. It's just like, oh, I hate that shit. It made me like, embar- I feel embarrassed of how I used to think. I'm like, mm-hmm. you made me think like this. You put these ideas into my head. How, like, that's terrible. I like, remember doing the same shit, being like, doing a fucking prayer and be like, oh my fuck, like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh my God. I'll never do this again. I'll never do this again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never look at this again. I'll never jerk off to this again. I'll never oh, yeah. like nev- this again. I broke those promises so many damn times. And you break it every day. All the every time. Day. And I was like, fuck, no. I did it again. Damn it. And there's so much extreme shame and guilt yeah. like, packed into your brain like every single day because that feeling of wanting it is constant. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, you definitely feel like shit like a lot. Mm-hmm. No, for me, it, for me, it was, I knew it was something I had to hide because I knew people didn't like it, but I didn't feel sh- ashamed for doing it or feel guilty for after mm. watching it. It was just like, I know I need to hide this, but I enjoy this. So I'll be back. <laughs> that thought actually like went with me to like all my like gay sexual experiences, basically up until my first boyfriend where it was like. I would go and like mess around with a guy and then like immediately after just feel sick, like sick to my stomach. Like I would feel like I wanted to throw up and just like the like intense, like disgust with myself that I would feel like on the drive, the the walk of shame, the drive of shame home. Oh Oh my God. And just like going to bed and just like praying. Yeah. Like that 
that you find the way to never do this ever again. Dang. And it's like, fuck, that shit is like, fucks with you. Yeah, after I had, um, I think after I had sex with a guy, this is in high school, like, after that experience, I was like, this is it, I'm gay. And I was fine with it. I was gonna, and my parents found out, and then I was not fine with it. And then I was like, psych, JK. And you're not gay. And then I'm not gay, but I was ready to be like, I'm gay. Because I was like, I, I, and I just was going to be like, whatever. I don't care if Christianity says it's not cool. I'm still gay. And so, um, but people, but I remember um, people challenged that. And they're like, you can't be gay and be, and be Christian. And then now I'm like, yeah, you're right. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, I think the whole, I think Christianity needs to be its entire episode. Yeah. Do you think? Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, yeah, that wasn't, that was intense. And I, and I'm so glad that I'm able to like not have to deal with that shit anymore. It took a while to unlearn all that. Yeah, it's kind of like you forget how much time was spent just like feeling like ashamed of yourself. Yeah. Like yeah. actual active minutes mm-hmm. feeling like, oh my God, I'm yeah. going to go and burn in hell. And people yeah. would tell me that too. Like, and it's like they don't even, that's the thing about like the gay thing is it's not just like homosexuality because. They'll tell you that you're going to go burn in hell. They've never seen you kiss a guy. <laughs> yeah. They've never yeah. seen you do anything sexual. How they know what you're doing in your bed. They don't know anything you're doing. But they're seeing you be gay some other way. Yeah. yeah. What is that X factor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just. It's it's, it's a ancient religion. that needs to stay that way. So. I mean, religions go out of fashion. I mean, look, nobody's praying to Poseidon anymore. So. Next. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Next. Right. I remember one time when I was in elementary school, there was a huge controversy because we were doing a, like a class play where we were doing a reading. I think it was like Chicken Little. And so you all had to uh, pick what animal you wanted to be. And... Like the whole fucking class was up in arms because I chose that I wanted to be a cat. And apparently in that class, cat was the female animal and only girls chose the cat. But I chose the cat also. And it was like shit hit the fan. I don't know what the fuck. Like people (laughs) were like going crazy telling me that I can't choose the cat, that it's like that's for girls only. And even the teacher was like, um, are you sure you don't want to pick? like something else and i was just like bitch you're not even gonna defend my cat my cat (laughs) choice you fucking bitch my choice to identify as a fucking cat yeah i was i was upset yeah as as you should have been yeah but i remember that being one of my first that was i want to say that was like kindergarten or maybe first grade but that was like one of my first like instincts of like being like oh you're doing the wrong gender oh yeah Mm. yeah and it's a problem. Yeah. Oh. But it's so silly, like, the things that straight people consider. Mm-hmm. Right? That's just so weird. Yeah. But, I mean, kids still do that. Um, like, I see kids, they're like, why are you wearing makeup? Well, because I want makeup. But you're not a girl. I never said I was. And they don't understand, like, you know, until they really see it. And so it's like, well, I can wear makeup if I want to. And then they just go like, you can't. Well, I'm doing it. (laughs) (laughs) 
and so like it's hard a kid can't wrap around something that's like been told and it's like the norm now it's like wait it's not the norm I'm like no sis your parents are lying to you we're out here you have bad parents <laughs> uncultured i remember in eighth grade we were doing a classroom assignment where they paired you with someone else in the class and you were learning like genes and how they got expressed oh and, yeah and then so you got paired with someone and you got your genes and then you made what your baby will look like together yeah but our class had not even number of males to females and that's how they paired them all first initially yeah and then when they ran out of girls then boys started to get paired together and i got paired with the boy and i remember we did the assignment and i i went home and i showed it to my mom just because she asked me how my day was i was like oh i made this she's like who'd you make this with i'm like oh this guy and she was oh well, maybe my grandma i forgot who it was um and she was like what a boy that's not that's not no that's not right i'm gonna talk to this teacher and let her know that's not okay like she was very concerned that i did this project with the boy oh really? yeah interesting yeah it was super interesting so i think like there's always been those notes of shame that made me hide but uh, yeah to kind of hide it because you get those messages like it's not okay yeah, yeah i feel like even those like and that's the thing with straight people is they don't understand like how small the message can be yeah. be very loud. Yeah. Like I hear a lot of straight men talk about things that they've done or said to their kids and they think that it means nothing. And I'm like, Oh no, you're completely emotionally scarring this child. If their yeah. child actually mm-hmm. grew up to be gay, like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And they think that it doesn't matter. They think that it's like literally not effective. Like it doesn't affect them. Oh yeah. 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 They're, yeah, they're just, they're ignorant. And that's what it is. It's just ignorance. Because, I mean, you're, you're going to find out when you're, if your child grows up and, and has a relationship with you and talks to you, they're going to let you know, like, how that, how that made you feel. Mm-hmm. You know? But by then, it's too late. Too late. So, people need to stop with the don't say gay bullshit. Because that's not going to stop us from being gay. All right, everybody. Any other gay thoughts? Yeah. I just want to have sex. So it wasn't my thought. That's gay. Leave us the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, leave us alone. We're just cute little gays. And you're just mad because you're ugly and frumpy <laughs> and dumber than us. And nobody's having sex with you. Yeah. So don't hate us for it. Go have sex with each other. Yeah. Just because. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a straight man, let someone put it in the butt. All right, everybody, that's a wrap. I think that was a good one. Another good one. Bye. I'd like to thank myself, Nino, Dr. David, and Jose. This has been another episode of the QLBC podcast. You are all beautiful. You're all worth it. Because you're good enough, because you're loose enough, you're breedable, you're smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Buenas noches. 99. You're breedable, you're submissive.